Well, good evening, folk, and welcome to the Friday night devotional from Vision Church. I hope you've all had a a good week and getting ready for the weekend. And I think it's a weekend, a busy weekend for some of you guys. Some of you's heading to the the Scottish family party and then to the most important meeting on Sunday um, in the new church. So hopefully I am online and I'm okay. So tonight I want to um, speak on who is the family of Jesus. I'm going to look at Mark chapter 3 verses 31 to 35. Now pray first. Father, I come before you. We just thank you for tonight and for this opportunity to share in this devotional to for the folk here at Vision Church online. So we just ask you, Father, just to just to bless this word tonight and help maybe edify um folk that are watching and listening to this and maybe this message can touch someone and give them some encouragement. So we just ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So I'm going to look at Mark chapter 3 verses 31 to 35 and it reads this. There came, then, there, there came then his brethren and his mother, and standing without, sent unto him, calling him. And the multitude sat about, about him, and they said unto him, Behold, thy mother and thy brethren without seek for thee. And he answered them, saying, Who is my mother or my brethren? And he looked round about on them, and he sat about, which sat about him, and said, Behold, my mother and my brethren, for whosoever sh shall do the will of God, the same is my brother and my sister and mother. And this kind of passage kind of has another two parallel um, scriptures that you can find in your own time you can see them in Matthew chapter 12 verses 46 to 50 and also in the book of Luke chapter 8 verses 19 to 21 so I want to kind of share this devotional um, about the family of Jesus for we here at Vision we have a very kind of close kind of bond in the family of Jesus where we have a fellowship, prayer and worship and more importantly we spend some we spend our time with our Bibles open hearing the word of God being preached. And it's been a great witness to see how people have been having their lives changed by by the Lord working in them with the preaching of God's word. 
So this passage of scripture was penned by Mark. And this passage of scripture, he focuses really on Jesus in the beginnings of his ministry. So Mark probably wrote this earliest gospel after Peter's death around 65 AD. So he used his experience of taking of experience of talking and learning from Peter, he would have had his preaching material or memoirs to start this gospel account. In this we have an account in which Mark gives a, a comprehensive view of this part of the life of our Lord. And more than more than any other parts of the other Gospels. So tonight I want to look at kind of three different um, aspects of the family of Jesus in these verses. A family divided in verses 31 to 32, a family undivided verses 33 to 34, and a family defined verses 30 verse 35. So verses 31 and 32 um, kind of reads this. There came then his brethren and his mother, and standing without, sent up to him, calling him. And the multitude sat about him, and they said unto him, Behold, thy mother and thy brethren without seek for thee. In chapter 3 of Mark, it begins... It's the beginning of Jesus' ministry where Jesus is already receiving opposition from the religious, religious leaders of the, the Pharisees and the scribes for working on the Sabbath. But now he is getting opposition from his family. The start of the storyline of these verses um, from verses 31 to 35 start link to the start of verses 20 and 21 and Jesus is trying to get some respite and food before he went out to teach and heal again so looking back looking back at Mark chapter 3 verse 21 and it reads this and when his friends heard of it they went out and lay hold of him lay to, to lay hold on him for they said he is beside himself. So they went out to seize him. Not his disciples, but his friends and family who grew up around him. And Jesus, they probably, his, his friends and family probably heard rumours coming back to them that Jesus had turned into some kind of religious zealot because the Jewish leaders were seeing and commentating about the Lord beforehand, about his healing and driving out spirits and forgiving sins. Have you, or maybe are, in a position of having a divided family? Maybe you have lived a colourful, colourful life. 
maybe partying, drinking, drug taking, sinful activities. It's uh, kind of normal for your family and friends to see. That's what who who they would have seen in the past. But when you were converted, you became a Christian, your whole life changed. You're not partying, going to the pubs, or getting drunk and heading into kind of sinful ways. But your whole life is transformed into a colourful life in Christ. And this is very much the scenario we have when we become believers. Much of our time is praying to God and seeking answers, studying and spending time with, with God by reading the Word of God, but also spending time at church, attending church services on a Sunday, but going to the weekly prayer and Bible night, or going to the all-night prayer night, prayer meeting, these things can be these things can be sort of um disconcerting to our parents siblings and co close friends and it's worse when they aren't believers this can be <coughs> this can be very challenging challenging time for a believer in in a home of unbelievers where there will be friction and atmosphere. Have you lived in a situation like this? And or or have or are you in this moment living in a kind of situation like this? And this is when your family and friends think you have gone nuts. And Jesus' family thought he had gone crazy as well. I think his brothers thought this because they weren't supportive of his ministry before his death and resurrection, as we read in John 7 verse 5, for neither did his brethren believe in him. So let's go back to our text. In verse 31, we read, we see the Lord's mother and his brothers arrive. There must have been a big crowd and the family were, were not able to reach them, to reach the Lord. And so they must have had to tap on someone's shoulder to pass a message down through the crowd to say that, to tell them that Jesus, that Jesus' mother and brothers wanted him so down the crowd, near Jesus, someone would say, Hey, Jesus, your mother and your family are asking for you to come out to speak with them. And we read this in 33 and verse 34. And he answered them, saying, Who is my mother and my brethren? And they looked around them, and which sat about him, and said, Behold my mother and my brethren. This is our second point. A family undivided. So in verse 33, 
the eyes of the Lord must have delighted at this kind of opportune moment to witness as he looked around him, looking into the eyes of those who sat around him, the disciples, the Jewish leaders, and the rest of the crowds. And he answered them, Who is my mother or my brethren? It sounds a bit cheeky, a bit cheeky towards his mother. But Jesus has this opportune time to express that God's family is closer to Jesus than his natural family. And verse 34, he, as he looks around in the direction of the people, he said, Behold my mother and my brethren, and we read in a parallel verse in Matthew chapter 12, verse 49, as he stretched forth his hand, his hand towards the disciples. It wasn't his own family that, were, that they were stuck outdoors calling him, or the Jewish leaders, the Pharisees, but it was his disciples that were part of his family. So are, are you a disciple? Are you a disciple for Christ? Are you part of the family of God? Can Jesus point to you and say, Who is my mother or my brother or sister? What is your answer? Are you in the family of Jesus? You may be asking me, How do I become part of the family of Jesus? Well, well, you need to be born again. Just like you were born into the world physically through your mother, you need to be born again spiritually. And further on in the book of Mark in chapter 16, verse 16, it tells us that he that believe and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And Mark tells us here a person has two choices, either to believe in Jesus and be saved, or be saved, be born again, or to believe, to believe not and be damned and spend eternity in hell. In this verse, it mentions baptism. Baptism here is an important part in this verse, but it's also an important part of the Great Commission, which is an important obedience to take part in after a person is born again. So baptism to a born-again believer identifies themselves with Christ in his death burial and resurrection and it doesn't mean that 
baptism is a necessity for salvation, not at all. It's not. It's not a necessity. So lastly, we'll look at our third third point. A family defined in verse thirty-five. For whosoever shall do the will of God is the same as my mother. Same as my mother. Sorry, the same as my brother and my sister and mother. How are we defined as a member in the family of Jesus? How are we defined as a member in the family of Jesus? We have a clue in a parallel passage of the scripture in Luke chapter 8 verses 19 to 21. Here in verse 21 it says, My brother, my, my, my mother and my brethren are these which hear the word of God and do it. So we are defined by knowing the will of God, by hearing the word of God and doing it. And doing the will, doing God's will in, in, in your life is an is obedience to God. In Hebrews 11 verse 6 it says, But without faith <coughs> it is impossible to please him. But he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Our brother James, one of the deacons here at Vision Church, he shared a video this week from from Paul Washer. And Washer, he kind of mentioned a, a scripture in Psalm 119 verse 11. It says, Thy word, <coughs> that, that word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. And this kind of verse has been such a, a helpful verse and passage for me over the years. And it's a reminder that I must constantly be in the Word of God. I must be constantly in the Word of God praying. I must be constantly in the, in the Word of God reading the Scriptures and studying them. And once Washer mentioned if if you aren't in the scriptures daily, you are going to have no power over sin. He illustrates this by if you if he illustrates he illustrates this by if you miss your breakfast, you're going to feel hungry. And if you are going to miss your meal all day, you're going to starve. But the more days that you miss meals, the more days that you miss meals, you're going to get ill. So when we fall away from the word, we start to follow our own heart, our own desires, and we fall away from God's will. And that can lead us into all types of trouble. 
And here we have Roderick. So back in Luke chapter 8 verse 21. Let's say hello Roderick. So back in Luke in, in Luke in Luke chapter eight verses twenty-one and I'll just finish off this and it says here, hear the word of God and do it. Brothers and sisters, we need to be diligent in reading the Bible. It must be our daily routine and not starve ourselves. So lastly, we'll just look down at verse 35 and it says, Whoever shall do the will of God. But look closely, it says here, And the same is my brother and my sister and mother. So individually, Jesus is personally saying to you that, that you are defined by living at God's will and are characterized, characterized by obedience by doing God's will. So being in God's spiritual family, being shown by obedience, by hearing the word of God and doing it, we live for the glory of God, where day by day, God will guide us to do his will. Sometimes it is a burden for us when our own family, our own blood family members are lost and do not know the Lord. But it is somewhat extra special when you know that your blood family are saved. There is a nice kind of close, can, closer kind of bonding. But we hear as born again believers at Vision Church, we have a close, a close and beautiful bond, a bond of love, and a fellowship being as we are one in Jesus bonded together in the family of God by his love for us. So thank you guys for listening in. My voice has gone, I've had some chest, chest problems, so I'm glad I got through this. So take care guys and have a good weekend.